Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ghoul Chat. My name is Jeanette. This is Ashley. This is Alex. We are missing Will this week. He had a guest. He summoned him from the pits of hell. So I think he's trying to conjure him back um, and banish him back into the seventh <laughs> circle of hell. Yeah. Um, and today was a very long day for us. So we're kind of tired. I'm my, tired. My eyes are barely open. Her eyes, they're barely open. So um, last week, I briefly, vaguely alluded to something that might be fun for us. And it happened, kind of. Should we? <laughs> kind of. of. <laughs> well, no, I meant like what, what we thought was going to happen. Didn't happen, but we still got to do something really cool. Right? So. Yeah. Um, maybe we should. I don't know how much we're really allowed to say without getting in trouble. So basically somebody reached out to us and asked us to do this really dope event. Um, and then they ended up going with another group and we're like, yeah, sorry, we're going to go in a different direction, but you're more than welcome to still attend this event. And we were like, okay, that sounds tight. And then she reached out again and was like, you know what? How about you come to this more intimate event? Um, smaller screening, and it's catered <laughs> and you might actually get a chance to meet these people so that seemed like an even more once in a lifetime opportunity for us and we were like this is amazing thank you for even thinking of us do you guys want to elaborate yeah can we go into specifics i think so yeah because they didn't tell us not to we just can't say what the specifics of like what we watched were i think did they say that we shouldn't just for our own asses because i don't want to get sued (laughs) (laughs) um i think that we can talk about it we just can't talk about the 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 scenes about uh the 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 scenes like the actual yeah we can't i don't think we should go into depth because if they if that were the case i think they would literally let us know and make us sign like weird things or whatever or say you're liable to blah 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 oh yeah we didn't sign an nda yeah there's no nda but there was a disclaimer on the things so i don't know what but what did the disclaimer say it was no recording fuck. i don't know okay so let's just not go into super depth about what we saw so basically we got to see the new trailer which probably by the time this episode airs you guys will have already seen as well um, of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the movie that is coming out on August 9th. <laughs> and it was very intimate. It was at a hotel here in New York. And there was probably, what, like 50 people max? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I would say 50. Yeah, yeah. it was really cool. CBS Films came out um, from L.A. and put on this exclusive, like, kind of event for press and we got to watch like a couple of scenes that are in the film and then do a Q&A with the director and producer. Does anyone want to say who they are? Ashley. <laughs> She's dying. She has yeah. like an allergic reaction to something right now. Yeah, sorry. It's warm. Uh, yeah, summer, New York, spring, whatever. My eyes are just killing me. Um, so it was Andre Overdall. 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 He's from Sweden, it's, I think it is. Uh, uh, he directed the movie, Andre Overdahl. Yeah. I'm, I'm Google sorry. Google it, America. I'm sorry Sweden. if I butcher that, but I'm like looking at how it's pictured he's in my Norway. mind. from Norway. Somewhere Maybe. like Scandinavian, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And so he directed the movie, and he also directed um, his past credits are Troll Hunter and The Autopsy of Jane Doe. And Guillermo del Toro, who I'm sure many of you know who that is already. I don't need any any explanation, but he produced it. And they did the Q&A after the um, exclusive uh, scenes and the final trailer. The hotel it was at was so beautiful and like creepy and it was like we were in this it was almost like a weird vampire lair did you guys get that vibe yeah because it was like it was like in the basement right like below garden level and um all the couches were like plush and they were like blood red and it was just like blood red and like velvet lighting. like <laughs> it's very much art decor yeah vibe and then they had these huge like posters for the movie so they had like all the iconic scenes that you guys remember from the books just blown up um all around the inside of like the lobby and i wanted to take one home i asked <laughs> she, and she, she said asked. no <laughs> <laughs> she was like mm, sometimes we do giveaways so cbs if you ever do a giveaway just know i would really like one of your posters where would you put it um just like over my door so (laughs) i could see you putting it like when like putting into storage until you get your big creepy house and then just having until i get my castle yeah your your castle in a it goes over the fireplace (laughs) (laughs) um but it seems like a super dope movie i'm excited it is pg-13 but from what we saw i got scared so definitely be prepared for like a fun spooky like yeah, seeing the new trailer and a couple of the scenes really changed my mind because, like, I, from the first trailer, was not excited. I was confused. But then after hearing, um, they went into depth about talking about why they chose to do um, a movie uh, instead of an Yeah. Like, they decided to do an all inco- <laughs> I can't Don't scratch see. that. Don't scratch that. Encompassing plot line instead of like separating it into like six distinct stories, anthology style. Um, and Guillermo explained why he wanted to do that. Um, because didn't he say something like he said, your movie is only as bad as the worst story. Yeah. So. So I think what he do you think he meant by that that like maybe if they did it that style that maybe only one or two would be actually good and the other ones like might, a hit yeah like and then like the other ones might fuck up the general vibe of the entire movie if they split it up into like six parts and stuff I think that just worrying about each segment being strong yeah is hard yeah um especially because you don't when it seems like he's more focused on on characters. And you don't have a lot of time to get to know any character in an anthology film. Yeah, that's true. So the the movie is based off of these teens, and there's gonna be the the lead is a female um, who's leading like her her rat pack, and um, I think in the trailer they go into a haunted house and take a book that they're not supposed to, and that book writes out the stories in real time mm-hmm. and it happens to like all of her friends and um it takes place in like the, the late, late 1960s six, yeah, yeah late 60s yeah 
Um, Which I, I love. kind of like that. Yeah, I love because like oh, we're used yeah. to a lot of eighty stuff lately, and I kind of like that they're throwing it way, way back. Like, but what's kind of cool is like I was looking at their their clothes and like the costume sets yeah. and stuff like that. And I was like, she looks like a hipster <laughs> out of Brooklyn. Like, mm-hmm. it's very still like relevant. Jeez. No, there's nothing no. wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I love but that style. What, what I thought was cool is he said that the book that they use is in a uh, concept from Pan's Labyrinth. Right? Yes. And you guys haven't, you guys I haven't, haven't seen. You've Pan's seen Labyrinth. it. I love Pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, ha- yeah. Alex hasn't seen it. Um, you guys could it. berate her on her <laughs> social media page. Drag it's her. At, at Alex. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, in um, Pan's Labyrinth, like this is not a spoiler, but um, the main character, also a female. I think Guillermo likes to use women leads for the most part, it seems to me. At least in his dark fairy tale kind of esque movies i think the women the women are usually strong characters and leads but um yeah pants Labyrinth. it's like a young i would say maybe she's like 10 11 12 like around that age um she loves fairy tales and stuff and she finds a book and it's not the real time like it is for scary stories to tell in the dark but she reads from it it's like a gets, prophecy yeah oh, she gets okay, um okay. instructions to become a princess basically oh, okay she has three tasks that's what it was yeah it has three tasks she, she needs to follow to um gain her crown in this fairy tale world but yeah if you guys haven't seen parents Labyrinth, i don't know what you're doing listening to this go see it but i'm not gonna give any more spoilers but yeah definitely there is a central book to the plot the the, the main character in pan's labyrinth and i kind of like yeah he's doing it the same thing for uh scary yeah. stories and i'm excited to see it now because knowing that like they picked these characters and they're centralizing like the stories from scary stories around them and not vice versa like they didn't pick the stories and then just like make something out of it and i think that's really cool yeah and then you can also like during before um before they show the, the like the exclusive footage or whatnot guillermo was speaking to the audience and he was saying that how he was a, like you could tell he's just a fan and everyone knows that everyone who loves del toro's work knows that he is such a super fan of like just genre in general and he was going into like how he loved steven gamel's artwork and how like when he went to some sort of convention right i think i'm not sure where but he said he went, he went to a, con- a convention and steven gamel was like selling a bunch of his artwork and he was young and not really um like pro like successful but he still went broke and bought nine of his artworks anyway like you could just tell that he's a fan he's a fan of horror and genre and all that stuff so that's why i'm glad that someone who really loves the the work the stories and the artwork is like you know producing at the helm of producing and all that and then andre um he's up and coming like i haven't seen troll hunter you guys haven't seen it right no Mm -hmm. i haven't seen it um i haven't seen it yet. i've heard of it but um again like i think they mentioned that that was geared towards um, a younger crowd too which is maybe why they went with him for this movie because troll hunter was not a, an r movie it was like a pg or pg-13 i think oh well, that's cool which makes sense why they would choose him for scary stories but um the autopsy of jane doe is on netflix right now if you haven't seen it but it's very creepy and there's like a lot of feminist undertones to it and it's a it's not it's kind of a slow burn but it's like haunted house plus exorcism plus witch stuff all in one movie so i think it's a i think it's enjoyable and you have you should check it out if you haven't seen it which these two haven't but um 
yeah, like this collaboration of Andre and Guillermo seems like a really good match for this type of film. Yeah. Um, he, I like that he talked about how the two things that parents don't talk to their kids about is uh, sex and death. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody asked in the audience, I think his question was, you know, like my parents read me scary stories to tell in the dark and I, I would never read that to my kids now. Like, how are you making this kind of just like quote unquote child friendly? And he was like, well, here you go. You, there's things that kids need to hear the reality of it all. That's um, the real horror. Yeah. Family. <laughs> that's what he said. Um, well, yeah. Family shit is the real horror. Exactly. But yeah, family dynamics. It well. was a great Q and A. Um, he's funny. I've never seen him do like interviews or really. Oh really? Like Mm-mm. he's so funny. He's, he's very quippy sweet. and just very honest and just yeah. Like I loved what he said about like how when he was talking about how they casted the the kids right that he wants to cast realistic humans like people who are not just a stereotype that can bring. Um, their characters to life because it's not yeah it's just not a pretty stereotype like and he was saying like that's why I casted um, can't remember her name right now but the lead who was Sally in Shape Hawkins. of Water Sally Hawkins there you go yeah like that's why I casted her because she's so like distinct looking but she has a charisma and I was like yes Guillermo like I just love like he, he the characters he chooses are very like visually striking but not in a stereotypical supermodel like um basic bitch kind of way if that makes sense they're just very like you know like what's um from uh um when pan's labyrinth you haven't seen it but remember the um the crazy dictator the dad uh, yeah the stepdad like Mm -hmm. he was very classic like he was like classically handsome handsome. yeah but i like that he subverted that trope into someone who was so like fucking violent and evil you know like guillermo has like a vision and i like care for it but yeah, and then also um, besides like you know the tr- the behind the scenes stuff we saw in the the finalized trailer, which is now out on probably everywhere, YouTube probably. But um, we got to meet both of them. The highlight yeah. of the entire thing was we got to speak to them, meet them. We got a book um, and a T-shirt given to us, so we had both of them sign our books. And yeah, it fangirled it- a little. <laughs> Yeah, it was the soft cover of the first um, installation of Scary Stories. It's like the new soft cover, I think, because it says on the cover. Oh, yeah. It's not turned into a motion picture. Yeah. It's not like the original. No, definitely not the OG, which I wish I kind of wish I had. Because remember the OG had the the black trim around it. And like the dude with like a pipe in his mouth. There's something just like his head. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I fucking love those books growing up. But yeah, they were super cool in person. We, We got to have a little chit chat with Andre. And a little chat, chit chat with um, Guillermo, and we were speaking Spanish to him a little bit, and <laughs> um, just super cool. down to earth. We he laughed at our jokes. Yeah. Um, it's just like it was just like I like it was just such a cool like afternoon that we've had, and just to meet someone who I really, really, really is like he he's like really a favorite of mine in genre was like literally like the highlight of my years. Yeah, but. We started over the highlight of my year so far and it was also cool we met like new people you mm-hmm. know like horror community based here in new york um there was a few that we kind of just like linked up with mm-hmm. and just kind of networking i guess more than anything and meeting people and getting our name out there and then obviously we got to meet two of our heroes you know yeah so. 
it was like, fun yeah I like we want to like I wish I want there to be more stuff like this here in New York like that's the one thing I think we just don't get invited <laughs> well like I, think, I was but, gonna say it definitely happens we just never get invited get well not to just screenings <laughs> but just like you know like even if you're not like in the loop like you can still be a part of the horror community like there's always like horror genre focused events yeah in LA which I feel like is not really a thing out here on the east coast in new york i think we said that before like hit us up horror people yeah i mean i think me and alex found something that could be potentially that and we will report back to you guys once we actually you know do something with what we've discovered but um yeah i guess all in all like i think we were pleasantly surprised not surprised but like maybe um with the with the footage that we've seen that the two scenes that um it's gonna be a lot more creepier than you guys think it's not just gonna be a typical like like maybe is goosebumps pg or pg-13 do you remember um i don't remember but i think pg-13 is it maybe yeah there's like the scene that we watched um it was very tense yeah, yeah. it was not a goosebumps like normally they'll throw in like a punchline to yeah. ease the tension or exactly. like a comic relief but this was i was scared <laughs> yeah and then the the, I was like, this is PG-13. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to spoil what the scary, the monster from which scary story it was, but it looked like the special effects were really great. And that's, again, one of like Guillermo's kind of uh, specialties that he loves using practical effects over CGI, usually. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot creepier than I thought it was going to be, and I'm excited to see the full version. Yeah, so the two scenes that we got to see was uh the big toe scene and the red spot and those stories are notorious um they did someone did ask like what like his favorite story was that was in there that that got in there and uh, it's called the window is that from the, yeah he said that one wasn't in there right it's not in the movie but his favorite like creature in the movie or whatever is from the dream yes um is a pale woman from the dream i don't think i don't remember that one okay it's the one that um i think you was it you or was it me it's the woman who's smiling and she kind of like you can see her shoulders hunch she's like this you see her in the first trailer that they came out with and she like flies past them big yeah the big woman with the creepy smile and the sh- long stringy hair oh okay okay and it basically i remember that because like i remember we were when we were talking about like that trailer episode i was like what is that fucking what is that short story but well, it's like who's the ghost one remember in the first trailer that came out there's like a creepy ghost that kind of just like pans up past the camera oh i, I thought know. that was her because he was like she's kind of like transparent and like Maybe that's what happens. Maybe because this is a whole different trailer. So maybe they're just showing it, showing us different cuts of the same yeah, scene. Maybe. But the dream is definitely um, oh, that one's so it's a, yeah, it's very ethereal and creepy. I don't get into it because I don't like exactly remember, but I just remember it creeped me out thoroughly as a child. The new trailer showed some um Harold scenes, Harold the Scarecrow, which I don't oh, think yeah. was very prominent in the or the the first trailer. I think they skim over him like they pan and yeah. you just see like him up on the but yeah they did show him a little bit more yeah. on this one. he's on the shirt too yeah he's on the shirt and Harold was definitely creepy too um I remember also in scary stories like I don't want to get too hardcore into it there's a there's a story about the the hairless the Mexican hairless dogs the how do you say it chol chol 
Not like a chupacabra? No, no. It's like Aztec sounding. It's the Mexican hairless dogs. They're very popular. Oh, it's like a real dog? Yeah. Oh, I should It's in, it's in, um, it's in, uh, Coco. The dog that leads him to the underworld and then he becomes one of the spirits. Like a, it's like X-O-L-O. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. but I'm butcher that. Yeah, but those dogs are, you know, they're like Mexican hairless dogs. I just remember in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, there's a, a short story and it's supposed to be, it's meant you know like do you guys remember when you read those books that the first maybe two thirds were scary and then the last chapter was all like more lighthearted, funny ones more like poems some of them even yeah, yeah. Um, I think the one with the Mexican hairless dog um, someone got it and it was like disease and the skin was all weird and ended up being like a like a diseased rat or something <laughs> I just remember that like like distinctly from the New York book. City rat <laughs> yeah. yeah August 9th get on it um, I just wanted to like excuse my throat. I am very like my allergies are she's out of struggling. control right I can now. See you. She's like talking with her eyes closed. Talking <laughs> my eyes closed. My eyes are watering. My throat's all itchy. It's this summer is not going to be good to me. <laughs> I can already tell. But um, other than that, like um, last week, you guys heard that like we lost the first like at least forty minutes of recording, and we kind of went over stuff that we saw that week. I don't know if you guys want to like give a little brief recaps or whatnot i don't think i remember watching a lot last I week remember. i remember alex you you saw three movies in one weekend in typical alex fashion i oh I, yeah i watched um <laughs> i saw book smart which was fantastic the bummer that it did not do well at the box office because it's a really good movie um which is olivia wilde's directorial debut and it's just amazing. It's like one of the I I really wish it was something that came out when I was in high school. What was the tone? Was it like super bad esque but less juvenile? Um, I super bad was like high school but very bad. juvenile. You know? Yeah, it wasn't like that. Okay. Um, I really liked it, and um, I watched Aladdin, which was weird. <laughs> um, I I enjoyed it it was a lot better than I thought it was only because like the whole genie thing was kind of weird to me with Will Smith being the genie but in the trailer it looks really weird but in the movie his his character is actually like like it works and and it like was much better to see it in the film versus like watching the little comedic stance in the trailer is bad um and then what's the other movie that I saw Oh, Brightburn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw Brightburn. Um, I recommend seeing it. It was really gory. Uh, but I didn't feel that it was, like, everything that it could have been. There was a lot of stuff that I feel like they just like, kind of grazed over, and they didn't really, like, there was things that they went into depth with that didn't make any sense um, as far as, like, you know, we've all seen, like, the there's so many variations of like a dark superman and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like i wanted more from it and he's a kid right it's like a, yeah he's a, he's a little shit and the <laughs> whole time and it's just like they didn't really go into why like where he was from or like why he was inherently like evil um, which was weird to me there's like so this there, thing okay. that kept waking him up in the middle of the night the crater that he like crashed in or whatever and he was just drawn to it and he finds it one day but and then he starts like floating and shit and then he's like evil 
And it's just like he's just getting this message that he needs to like take over the world, and it's just like really weird. Yeah. Do you remember what you recapped last week? I don't remember what I watched, but I remember the book that I talked about. Oh yeah, the book. Yeah. Um, The Eyes of Darkness. I just started it, so it's a thriller by Dean Koontz. And it focuses on a mom who's, like, trying to find out if her son really did die. Like, she keeps seeing him over and over and over. And then she gets, like, a strange message on her, like, on her um, cabinet, like, on the mirror. And so she's like, is he really dead? Is someone playing a joke on me? And it just kind of goes into her spiraling. Um, and then remember we were talking about how the author, it's like him and his dog and we Wikipedia oh, him yeah. and <laughs> there's a whole section based on his dog. Literally just one section in his Wikipedia dedicated to his many dogs, which I stand very hard for. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. I just started reading that. Um, but this week, Simon and I almost started playing a video game on Switch called Darkwood, which hmm. is very spooky if you haven't seen the trailer for it did it just come out um yeah it just came out it's only 15 dollars on the switch okay <laughs> so let me see if i can What's find it like about a, yeah that's i was like oh shit i probably should have got a synopsis it's <laughs> a survival horror game um Ooh, yes. and it's not so i guess it originally came out in 2014 but they just released it for the switch and it doesn't focus necessarily on jump scares so from my understanding, it's more like you build stuff during the day and then at night the monsters come. And it's more of like you'll have like a um, a flare gun and you'll throw it into the darkness and then you just see like a big flash and all the monsters that are coming towards you. So it's one of those that's just like you don't know what's lurking in the darkness type horror game. What's the tone? Is it like silent hill s kind of i mean look at that thing you're in a you're in a forest and it's like these weird creatures and kind of evil Mm dead-esque demons i don't even know what you would call them but it's on the switch and i just watched the trailer which was terrifying so i don't really know if like the characters names or anything like that we almost bought it but we rewatched the trailer and he has like a like a 60 inch tv so it's Damn, very large Simon, big and i was like mm, maybe i don't want to play this because he was like the only way i'll get it is if you play it and i was yeah. like no well why why can't we just have like horror movie or horror scary game night at the apartment we we'll don't have play. a switch oh yeah. yeah we do we do will, has, will a switch. has a switch yeah um and other will has a switch yeah i guess here we could but yeah that would be fun but i don't want to play it yeah, <laughs> i'll I, watch I, you guys I'll watch play it yeah <laughs> I still haven't finished Until Dawn because I'm too scared to play it by myself. And Lee's like, fuck you. I want to watch you play it. Uh, Love you, babe. When I was in um, L.A., I played the Friday the 13th game, and I didn't know it was live. That was so scary. I actually survived Wait, the game. Like, I thought you were Jason in that game. No. No. Do you have the option to be Jason? No. Like, it's rand- it randomizes who Oh, what character? Who. Yeah. Okay. You can pick your character, mm-hmm. but someone will always randomly be selected to be Jason. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I actually hid under a bed, and I survived, like, the whole time. <laughs> I just didn't move, just trolling everybody and, like, hiding. I can see that. Um, it was awesome. And then this week, did you guys watch anything? I watched Ma. Ooh, oh, thoughts? Yeah. I liked it. It was so fun. Um... The last 15 minutes were kind of, like, out there, but um, it I watched it in, like, a pack theater, and everyone was, like, screaming and laughing, and it had really great pacing. I recommend. Yeah. I think um, I definitely want to check out – I was really apprehensive to watch Brightburn, but since you said there's a lot of gore in it, that makes me want to see it more. 
And um, I would wait for it. Just wait for I it. I wouldn't pay for it. Oh, <laughs> well, you heard it here Alex, first. <laughs> Alex with the hot takes. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely give Brightburn a chance. And then Ma, I always want to support, you know, people of color, especially women in movies. So Alex told me the gist of it and it's not um, what I was expecting was going to be from the trailer, but it still sounds interesting enough. So I'll see if I'm up for it this weekend to go see in theaters. Um, I didn't watch, I can't think of everything off the top of my head right now, what I watched this recent week, but the week before when the recording was lost, I watched Blade for the oh, first yeah, time in like, yeah, for the first time in like maybe 10, 15 years. And it still holds up though, right? It's still right? Movie, yeah. tight. Uh, the rave scene. Yeah. You know, they actually tried to re- like redo that whole in, um, fucking Sweden or some shit. And it really? was like, they, I don't think it ever went through. They wanted to do a blood rave. And they were going to use, like, animal blood? No. I swear to fucking God, this was, like, blood. six years ago. And I was like, mm, maybe. No. It, I was like, I want to go to this. But then once I realized it was, just like, use, animal blood. Just use corn syrup. Why That's what they use in horror movies is corn syrup <laughs> with, like, dye bed or like, for blood. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, for Blade. Okay, so I watched Do you Blade? remember Blade? Oh, yeah. The so blood the rave. rave? And, yeah. yeah, and the, that was supposed to happen. In like, York, in right? real life. No, she said Sweden. Okay, I'm going to look yeah. it up. Her, like oh, I, I know there was, there was one in New York in too. New York. That's like, what Jimmy said. Oh shit! There may be multiple blood raids. Oh, there are blood oh, rape. Shit. <laughs> Holy shit! Let's um, go to the next one. When is it? This is in 2015. Yeah. What the fuck? Terminal Five? Oh my god! Does it distinctly say that it was Blade inspired or? Um. Damn! I moved here in 2015. A blood rape is exactly what it sounds like in collaboration with the weekend's New York Comic Con. They recreated the iconic bloodbath from the opening scene in the 1988 ah! vampire film Blade. Everyone's favorite porn star, Tracy Lords. Who? Bitch. Tracy. Isn't that the girl from Cryberry? Crybaby? Tracy Lords? She's a porn star. Yeah, she's a porn star in real life. Well, why can't they say that? You remember from that? Crybaby. Why do they have to say a porn star? Tracy who? Tracy Lord. I think she's the, the pretty blonde girl from How Cry old Baby. is she now? She's still cute. <laughs> Mitch is at a blood rave. Like, yeah, let, let her let her live her best life. It's gonna be us in like twenty years, or whatever. Oh my god! Like, yeah, oh, she see- wasn't crybaby. Yeah, Tracy Lord. I love her. Dude, oh, she looks great. I didn't know she was a porn star. Yeah, she's a porn star in real life. And also, you guys, you guys never did. You guys not um see Zach and Mary make a porno? She's in that movie too. Hmm. Giving oh. creative direction or what? Yeah, yeah. Remember, from this- personal experience. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, she's no, she's in that movie. Um, Zach and Mary make a porno but um, I love her and I love her hair and crybaby because I just recently watched it like two weeks ago actually um, but yeah that wait was it in October 2015 because I fucked up because I was here that year uh, <laughs> yeah I believe so I fucked up oh it says updated on December 22nd well I fucked up because I, I was already here okay but, um, yeah <laughs> sorry for the weird tan or not weird but like the tangent um, yeah so yeah Blade definitely still holds up it's interesting to see Steven Dorf when he's like super young. He's like, still hot. I know. <laughs> he's pretty hot. Heads down. Um, cause like yeah, I've seen him recently, and again, like I said, he's excellent in True Detective season three. Um, so I watched mainly watched Blade, and like I wasn't the one who picked it. Lee put it on. I was he like, would. yeah, I was like, I was looking at it, and I, it's it had been so long since I've seen it, and I was like, Lee, you're you put on a horror movie by yourself? Like I was like actually shook, and I was he's like you can't tell what it is and I looked at it and I was like oh it's Blade and I was like I haven't seen this in a while but I guess maybe Lee likes it because it's a little bit more action is Wesley Snipes out of jail yet? I don't know 
Maybe he'll do another blade. <laughs> Pebbles in jail. Blade twenty twenty. Um, and then at, besides Blade, I also watched um, The Perfection, which is also on Netflix, and it's I think it was like you know one of those made for Netflix movies. It has Allison Williams, who is mostly known for um, playing Marnie and Girls, and also the girlfriend whose name I can't remember, but she was in Get Out. Um, and the other lead. I can't remember her name, but she's like she's she was very good. Um, look, let me look it up really quick. <sighs> so yeah, it's um Allison Williams from Girls. Oh, I watched that. <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, I think at the time when we recorded, you, you none I of you guys watched, watched it yet. Yeah, and then the other lead is what is her name? Logan Browning. Is this for new her. for her? Yeah, she was like one of her first films i will i think she says she's best known for starring as samantha white in the 2017 film dear white people i have not seen that movie i thought that was a tv show oh yeah sorry series dear white people yeah you're right and she was in bratz the movie all right <laughs> but um yeah logan browning is the other lead um but yeah since now that you've seen it since we recorded the last week alex what do you think of it do you like um i was in like I liked the concept right yeah and I just thought someone was trying too hard to be like subversive and artsy and yeah well a director that we all know well you guys were <laughs> saying that the trailer is very off-putting because it's like not like that at all in the movie yeah if you watch the trailer you know how like some like when you watch the trailer on Netflix whatever before you watch it it's like the trailer it's not misleading in like a terrible way but like when I watched it I was like oh it's gonna be like this kind of movie and it gave me like single white female vibes but that's not what the movie is at all which is like and that's I don't care that it's not that kind of movie that I thought was gonna be but um yeah like Alex said there was a good concept to it but I think I'm not sure the tone right the tone kind of threw you off or threw me off it just was like too much of a homage I think to Park Chan-wook's like work did to whose work? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like The Handmaiden? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Handmaiden. It literally was like, I was like, is this an American version of The, the Handmaiden? Exactly. Yeah, um, have you seen that movie? It's on Amazon. Uh, I have not seen the one you're talking about, but I know the other movie. Yeah. So. Um, it, it, it just seems like he... Um, like, the tone just didn't have... Um, I liked all of the... The concept, right? Yeah, like, and I liked how, like, kind of the body horror that happened. And yeah. And was, like... There's some body horror. Some vomit. Vomit. I heard there's bugs. poop. Is there oh, poop? yeah, she shits herself. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I all, we've all been there. Well, well I know, literally, I was like, this is the real horror. Like, everyone on the train. On, like, and <laughs> no, I'm, like, thinking, like, I don't... I used to often go, like from Arizona to LA and the amount of times where it's like when I was a kid vividly remembering like having to go to the bathroom and like my dad I would like eat and drink in the car and my dad would be like okay go and I would go at the rest stop but then I don't have to go like you know my blood I would have to go like 30 minutes later and he would make me hold it and it was just like awful awful and that's like it reminded me of that. I was just like, that's That's horrible. all Will watched it, and he told me, like, that's what happens. And I was like, that literally happens anytime I go on the L train after I eat. I'm like, oh, <laughs> God. I got to get off. Oh, my God. That's funny. Um, no, yeah, it's it's entertaining, but I don't know if it's entertaining in a way that's meant 
for you to like, you know, like what they say where you're laughing at a movie, but you can tell when the director wants you to laugh at it, like a camp. Yeah. Like I'm not sure if the, if the director or whoever, like the people who wrote this movie wasn't like wanted to be intentionally cappy, campy and extra. You get that that feeling from it, Alex? Like, it was kind of... They wanted it to be more serious vibe well, than how it... Yeah, because the acting wasn't campy at all, but yeah. the, like, but the way that everything happened... It was a like, straight-to-Netflix thing, wasn't it? Not straight. Well, it's just, like, you know how they're, they're releasing like a, a lot Netflix of movies? Like a Netflix original? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah exactly. It. Like, they're just... Re- Netflix, like, I, I feel like every week we're always talking about what we're watching on Netflix, and it's scary. <laughs> because, like, they're, they're, they're releasing... Over. <laughs> yeah, they're releasing a lot of good content, but it's also, like, becoming a monopoly, like, kind of like Disney, you know? But, um, no, yeah, it's just a, a movie made for Netflix, and... Yeah, that's what I meant. Movie, yeah, not yeah. straight to Netflix. Yeah, yeah, but I was thinking, yeah. like, you know how they did, like, that Chucky movie that went, like... Or yeah. even, like, this Hellraiser movie that came out that was just, like, straight up yeah, on Netflix? Yeah, just straight to Netflix. But Cause probably because, like, maybe, you know, they're... But this is a Netflix original. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't sure because of the way that the acting was throughout the movie that I don't think it's intentionally campy, but I was definitely like cackling at it. You know, I think it was like the tone was a little split for me. Like if they kind of went all the way, I think it would have been a great movie because like the twists and turns were so fucking ridiculous. And I just I kind of wish that the acting mirrored the craziness of the plot if that makes sense yeah but i like if you're you know if you just have the time just watch it one day but i'm down it's on netflix you don't have to pay for anything just kind of when you're whenever you're you're hungover and just look at it and be like all right because it's like it's not it's not slow paced it kind of it kind of starts off a little bit slow there's some i would not recommend it if you're hungover is it like like for uneasy stomachs yeah do not watch it i don't think i don't think it was that bad there were no there i think netflix had to put a disclaimer on it because people oh. were complaining about the fact that it was like there's too much bodily fluid and oh. no warning. Am I just people are getting sick watching it? I <laughs> you're think just you gross. Might be. <laughs> maybe I'm because it was. I watched it on an empty stomach. Okay, maybe don't I'm watch it. Like, mm. But if you're someone who gets like queasy easily, interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got more queasy watching Castlevania than that movie. <laughs> <Castlevania>. <laughs> animated, yeah, and it's animated. Castlevania has no chill. Um, but yeah, other than that, I didn't watch anything besides what we're going to wa- talk about later. But we also talked about last week before we get into our main topic. Um, did you guys watch the trailers for Stranger Things yet? Since we talked about it. No. Ah! <laughs> we'll watch it night. Like by next week, I'll have it. <laughs> but I did go to a concert. Oh, yeah. Your fucking death metal concert. Tell us. I went to a black metal concert. I went to Dark Funerals concert last night um at brooklyn bazaar which is a dope venue it looks like it came straight out of the 70s and like they haven't remodeled it since then carpet is still original carpet um and it's like a huge venue have you guys been there before yes it's like a big lobby they have like food there they have the um the oddities flea market there all the time oh see i've never i haven't been to that yet oh you haven't still no shit I okay, gotta go. Yeah. And then upstairs is like the main hall. Yeah. Well, that's where obviously like the bands are playing. But it was so dope. <laughs> so um, Dark Funeral is like a Swedish black metal band. Um, and it's very like typical, like, I don't know, not Viking, but like they have all painted faces. They came out in like armor. <laughs> uh, he sounds like he's from fucking Transylvania. The upside down crosses. They played all the songs <laughs> that I wanted to hear. 
couldn't complain. So Jeanette Spines and family. Yeah, exactly. Like, sorry. I even put a disclaimer on my thing. Like, sorry, religious family and friends. Because like he had, he had the upside down cross, right? Yeah, and he's like, hail Satan. And uh, people's like, fuck yeah. That's so tight. Um, but that kind of inspired me. There's a movie that came out pretty recently after going to the show. Super dope, by the way. I had a lot of fun. Uh, it's called Lords of Chaos. And Alex and I were talking about this. Um... And it's about the Norwegian black metal band and, like, the scene. Um, there was a band called Mayhem back in the day and how they just did kind of, like, this crazy-ass shit. Like, you know, they, they say that they started black metal um, and just kind of going from, like, partying and the lifestyle and just kind of, like, the beliefs behind it and then getting the singer that they got to join their band and how he was like, we need to take this shit to the next level. So he would actually, like, burn, cr- uh, like, churches down and shit like that and, like attempted murder might have murdered sacrificed people you know so like crazy ass shit um and we were gonna watch it today but i'm definitely going to watch it and i will get back to you and and let you know how i feel about it because i'm a big fan of black metal yeah that sounds interesting because that that like that perks my interest because there's a it's it's a real like true crime element to it you know and so i'll definitely it's one of i'm trying to think of the cast alex told me right away um, Rory Culkin. Uh, there was somebody else. Jack Kilmer. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> what's that guy's name? Doesn't he have a brother? Who's Val Kilmer? Val, Val Kilmer's, Kilmer's his in dad. It? Who's dad? The, the, the kid who's in it, Jack Kilmer? Yeah, Val Kilmer. I know who Val Kilmer Val is. Val Kilmer is his dad. Interesting. That's why I was like, why does that name sound so familiar? Yeah. And then the fucking Culkin kid. So yeah. I was like, that's a pretty good cast to have. You know, or at mm-hmm. least like they have famous family members. Yeah. So maybe this is like their breakthrough. I think Vice had a hand in that too. Like name recognition kind so of So I definitely want to watch um, Lords of Chaos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm down to fucking metal and true crime and some weird shit happening. I'm down. But yeah, other than that, since you guys haven't seen the Stranger Things 3 trailer, we'll save it because I want everyone to see it before we, you know, that comes By the out. time we all see it, it'll come out. <laughs> yeah, Stranger <laughs> Things will already be like halfway it's through like a, season what's three. What's the third? It comes out in exactly one month. You guys have exactly one month to watch. Speaking of Stranger Things, we <laughs> all who knew, we know who was in our main topic. <laughs> the girl. Oh, yeah. Duh. Good. Duh. 11. Good. Um, transition. Transition. Lead. Whatever. Whatever. I'm delusional. We've, been, we have, we've also been drinking since, what, like noon? I've said I wasn't going to drink for a while, <laughs> and I drank last night. I drank today. I mean, when it's open bar and complimentary, what can you do? Yeah. Like, at the I didn't get, like, like, as fucked up and, like, get us kicked out and yeah. have them regret. Like, CBS we were, regret inviting yeah, us. Yeah, we were scared. We are like, oh, shit. We're going to be like, hey, when we get in there. But we kind of, we held our composure. Composure. We were good. We didn't let you guys down. <laughs> but, yeah, so our main topic this week is... Godzilla King of the Monsters and it came out this past Friday I mean of course they do the the day before like Thursday kind of thing but we saw it Saturday you saw it Sunday right Jeanette yeah uh it came out the 30th 31st of May yeah um and today is currently June 3rd that we're recording this but I saw it this is the first time we're actually recording or talking about a movie right after it comes out yeah proud of ourselves (laughs) we did (laughs) um I saw it yesterday in the theaters with Simon and his brother Nick and we were probably like one of 
maybe 17 people in the entire theater. What kind of, what theater did you go to again? Showcase Theater in Jamaica, Queens. Damn, you guys went to fucking Jamaica? Well, well, I drive, so it was only like a 20 minute drive, but also the tickets were free, so I Uh, I had free tickets. I said it, like I was trying to figure out the reasoning to go to Jamaica. I mean, Jamaica is a great neighborhood, don't get me wrong, but like I just don't ever go there. I just wonder, yeah. like, why the guys went oh, Because the tickets were free. And gotcha. we could only use them at select theaters, and that gotcha. was the closest one. <laughs> gotcha. So, um, yeah. Alex and you guys saw it at Alamo, Alamo, right? On Saturday. Alamo on Saturday. And it was packed? Yeah, it was pretty, yeah. it was pretty full. Yeah. But um, I guess as we were looking into our research, it doesn't seem to have done as well as it should, Alex, right? Yeah. It's only made, like, I think, I can't remember. I'm looking right. It's made less than 200 million i feel like there was so much hype behind this movie yeah like people were super excited to i was super excited to see it i didn't know it was gonna be a fucking two hour movie but whatever (laughs) i don't think it needed to be two hours i had fun it was fun but it didn't need to be two hours i did okay here's the thing like how you're saying how you get like antsy like and then especially because hereditary is very slow burn kind of movie Mm mm-hmm like that kind of movie I like I don't mind the silver because I'm very like into the character development and all that shit you know so it's like very engrossing for me mm-hmm. but this kind of movie I just thought it was going to be like a good popcorn get in get out 80 minutes I was not expecting it to be 132 minutes which is it's running time which is yeah. crazy for like um like a monster movie like a big you know popcorn movie kind of thing and I was surprised everything that happened there was so many Okay, first of all, let's let's backtrack a little bit. Okay, okay, let's let's say spoilers are definitely gonna happen. And then, what did you did you did you like about the movie? What did you you know what I mean? Like, let's start off with the positives. Um. Oh wait, should we just say who? Like, before we get into that, um, let's just say like uh, you guys should know what the basic plot line if is. If you don't, fucking Google uh, it. But it's yeah, the longest running franchise in history. Okay. Is it really? Yeah, since 1954. I could be wrong. I, I believe you. I'm pretty sure. I watched the original. So it was. It dr- doesn't hold up. <laughs> you can see like the zipper. <laughs> but I do know that uh, Jimmy did some research on it, and it's it has like anti, like, war military undertones, and those mm-hmm. were taken out when it was, uh, um, like rebranded for America. I bet. I mean, I can see that. (laughs) Yeah. So it was directed by Michael Doherty. Um, He directed Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Krampus. And and yeah, Krampus. Directed, co-wrote, and produced Krampus. And I think Godzilla is probably one of his, like, his first big, big movie, it seems like. Um, And it's it's starring Kyle Chandler. That's his name? Oh, I guess that is him from... Friday Night Lights and Grey's Anatomy. For some reason, I you know how I got that confused with the guy from uh, Twin Peaks? For some reason. Oh, Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. They're, they're both named Kyle. Okay, so it's starring Kyle Chandler, Vera Farmiga, Millie Wobber Brown. Um, and that's I think that's all you need to know. Um, No, Ice Cube Sun's in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Let me look really quick. O'Shea Jackson Jr., <laughs> a.k.a. Ice Cube Sun. Who was um, the doctor? The doctor was, was in the first one too. Sally Hawkins. Is Sally in Hawkins is in it. Bradley Whitford, who played the dad from Get Out. Oh yeah, he was in it. Yeah, he just didn't have his mustache. He looked a little. He looked way different. 
Sally Hawkins, Tom's, Thomas Middleditch. Who was the comic relief like this? Yeah, Thomas okay, Middleditch. Yeah. He, he's in Silicon Valley, um, which I used. I did watch the first couple seasons, which are really funny. Um, there was another one, too, the guy with the glasses, and he was, like, super smart. Also yeah, yeah. Of- um, what do you call it? Bradley Whitford. Oh, okay. oh, God. What's his face? Tywin Lannister was in it. There was a lot what? of, like... From oh, Game he of played. You're right. That's where, I was trying to figure out where he was from. Ken Watanabe. He was. Oh yeah. He but he was in the other Godzilla too, right? Yeah. I I don't think I even saw the other Godzilla, the 2014 one. I saw the one that from, was the one with the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> oh oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> right? Yeah, I didn't see it, but I know like yeah, the guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know. Never, I know him from Malcolm been, in the Middle. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I mean that's that's a fucking throwback and i love that um yeah ken watanabe and zang z i hope i'm probably butchering that but the first thing i noticed is those two characters because they are both in, like literally my favorite movie of, of all time um rumors of a geisha i love that oh, fucking they're both movie. In that? yeah he plays the the man that gives her the coin at the mm. bridge and when she's a little girl and everything damn i love That's that movie. Old movie oh yeah it's, it's an old movie like i used to watch it all the time so did Corey. i love that movie. she does too I yeah like- it's, it's the visuals and the colors mm-hmm. and the story because basically it's cinderella but like in japanese world war ii-esque i love that fucking movie but anyways i digress basically it's a good ensemble cast or whatever and um yeah, running time, 132 minutes, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. too long. Um, it should have been at least 80. 80 would have been perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And the budget, as Alex said, it didn't make as much as it should. So the budget was 170 to 200 million. And so far, it's only made 177. Damn. Which is great. I thought that more people would gravitate towards it. It's not just a movie about Godzilla. It's like godzilla and all the titans right which yeah. is like what that's probably the reason why i went to the theater because i'm like oh yeah it's not just godzilla it's fucking like mothra mothra and, like and rodan yeah. and like all that shit but i don't know what do you think happened was it the marketing or what do you guys think happened with that i honestly i just think it's the uh rating but wait is like it if i wasn't already like invested in seeing it no, like it was like thirty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. Oh, the, the but it got pretty good view. It got like an eight got, out of ten on. I thought I saw before we watched it. I I was looking up. I saw like mixed reviews, which is like yeah, if you just want a good just monster movie, like this is for you. Yeah, maybe people just don't want a monster movie. They just don't care, so they're not gonna go see it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like only the people who like really know what it's about and are really about that life, they're like, all right, fuck it. But I feel like I was reading reviews and a lot of people were. I didn't see mixed reviews. I saw people were like disappointed. Mm. Like people who were like actual diehard Godzilla fans were like, mm, I don't know how I feel well, about. Well, see, this. like I'm not, I'm not a diehard, so I probably wouldn't. I, I mean, I like, I could see. You why know they, the idea behind yeah, it. Yeah, but, but like being disappointed by something that isn't up to your expectations, but. I do have to say, besides the too long running time, like in the theater, Lee was like, I'm so tired. And I was like, not even like all the explosions at the end could like keep him awake. But not because it was boring, because it was just too long, I guess. Yeah. But like, I feel like if this movie knew what it was and just did like an 80, a typical 80 minute running time and had a lot more monster fights and less of the, the family subplot, yeah, I think it would have been a lot better. Right? Because every time they show like, the mom and dad kind of like you know fighting or like towards the end spoilers I'm, like again we already said we're gonna spoil this movie but like at the end where they're working together to make that 
orca thing work again and so you can cool. see 11 i'm not i don't know her name in the movie i'm just maddie oh, okay because so it's crazy is my mom's name is emma oh. and that's the mom's name and the daughter's name is maddie and that's my niece's name madison so again some weird family dynamics from jeanette <laughs> but like the no, weird yeah. trauma yeah so 11's like in the background maddie just like, i'm gonna call her just like watching her parents like work together for the last time i was like yeah i don't want to see this shit you yeah know? no one cares yeah but um i thought it was cool that the mom was actually the one who like thought she was doing something and she fucked up yeah i mean because there's a lot of um actually like eco-terrorists that actually do think oh, that yeah. way and think that just like extremism is the way to go um but I, I I'm I kind of saw that coming a little bit because of the way that she was acting, and it showed that the dad. Okay, so basically the first scene in the movie before like I, we're not doing a recap, just like I just want to let you guys know what we're coming from. The first scene of the movie is the dad, so Kyle Chandler and Vera Farmiga, um, who you guys know from like The Conjuring and all that shit. They're screaming for their son's name. So basically, the son died in San Francisco during the 2014 movie. So um, the next, like, early scenes of the movie shows that the mom kind of immersed herself in the monarch company work to, like, try, you know, control the Titans and monitor them and stuff. And the dad went the opposite way and, like, went far away from, like, the big city and, like, was in nature and, like, tracking wolves and stuff like that. And, like, basically they were divorced, right? Like, the, the death really of... really, that whole death of their son. The like, death of the son, tore, yeah, apart. tore their family apart. And, I mean, I... I get involved. Okay, I don't mind a good like family drama dynamic. Obviously, like our last episode, that's all that that movie is about. Right, yeah. But I think it's again like choosing what to really focus your movie on. And if they wanted to make a like not a big dumb popcorn monster movie, they shouldn't have involved. They use a the, different monster. You shouldn't have used an iconic monster like Godzilla, who people are going to see Godzilla. Yeah, I just don't feel like it's also like who wants to hear that serious storyline amongst the backdrop of like a, you just want to see monsters fighting. Like the eco terrorist thing, I did like. You know, like that makes a lot of sense because that's kind of relating to the mythology and everything about you know Godzilla and all the other titans. But I just feel like the family subplot is what probably threw off the balance for me, in my opinion. Alex, you've been quiet. She's like reading on something, <laughs> you could tell. Oh, oh. she's like, she cracked her nose. I, I actually went down a spiral. It's fine. <laughs> oh, um, and I like on Godzilla? Yeah, well, I was just like <laughs> looking at like um, the cast list, and then I like was just clicking on. Oh, Wikipedia, um, black hole. Like I, I yeah, love that. I, I was love like, that oh, shit. Oh, crouching tiger, hidden Got really dark. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, a woman in this movie was in Crazy Rich Asians. And then I was like, I wonder how Constance Wu's doing. <laughs> I am. She just definitely spaced the fuck and out. And I was like, oh, I God. do that shit. Too. She's like, oh, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but Alex, what were your thoughts? Like initial um, thoughts. What do you mean? Like overall, did <laughs> yeah, you so like, like it? Yeah, so basically, yeah. Like, I thought I said that. I said I. I, liked I love it the lot. soundtrack. The soundtrack was super dope. Um, I said I didn't even pay attention to the soundtrack. You need to. It was so much fun. It was a weird story that intertwined with it that didn't really make a lot of sense to me. There was a lot of things that didn't really like. Why does this thirteen-year-old girl have access to all these things? 
Like she's yeah. allowed to come into the laboratory where exactly. her mom works. Like you're 13, bitch. Stay That's in that. Exactly. Go to school. <laughs> That's what I Be thought. I was like, why does she have access to these top government? She wouldn't. Like the monarch stuff. <laughs> what like, I'm confused about is why? Because you know how they were at like what? What the fuck was the stadium? They were in Boston, Boston right? the Red Sox stadium, Fenway yeah. Park. So, yeah. but then they were like, she went home. But earlier, it was like she would. They were in San Francisco. I think they're originally from Boston. Oh, do they? So say that I anything? thought they did. Yeah. Or like that's where they were based. They're based, and for some reason, they were in San Francisco. Because like, I think what they're like, it's again not good. Like. I, character or story development but yeah you don't get really attached to any of them it's like i think they're implying, the little girl's like the best of all of them i think they're implying that the parents both worked for monarch and they developed that orca system right together so maybe yeah. they were like called to san francisco during the first um godzilla rampage and then that's when they lost the son that's what i'm assuming oh if that, that makes sense how did but, they, i don't know <laughs> But I don't know why you would bring your son. I know. I would like <laughs> left them with a babysitter. No one's watching them. The mom doesn't even watch her. She steals the fucking orca. How does she steal in front of all of these people and like just get away with it and end up at like what? I'm just curious as to how um, they're going to do Godzilla versus King Kong. Because it seemed like they were trying to imply that Godzilla is going to become evil in the next one. And then you think? King Kong is going to have to come save the day or something. I think they're going to team up and fuck up the world. I hope so. No, but that's I thought you were just going to end. They were going to team up and just be like homies? No, you like, said more. fuck. And then I was like, oh, my oh, God. Oh, they, they finna fuck? No. <laughs> they they finna fuck? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Sorry. This, this, is why this, dark. this is why we didn't get chosen. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, um, the cutscene that I started talking about, but we were like, save it for the Oh, so recording. after credit scene. After credit scene. Oh, yeah. What is it? Um, the eco-terrorist of so the guy who, play, who plays Tywin Lannister mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, goes back to Ila Del Mar, which is... Um, where one of the fights happened between Godzilla and King Ghidorah. And do you remember when, before King Ghidorah... Is it King? King. Or is it just Ghidorah? King Ghidorah. Okay. That's my weird... Yeah, I'm deaf. I'm sure it's King Ghidorah. Sounds like a rapper. King... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a rapper who named so himself wait, King So wait, was he an alien? He's an yeah. alien. He's yeah. an alien, yeah. That's why, like... I mean, they... Because there's multiple they're, heads. They're, we don't want to assume their gender. Yeah, yeah, they're non-binary. Gender non-binary. Two of them go by she and one goes by they. Um, but <laughs> Jeanette's shaking her head. Um, but yeah, at the end, the post-credit scene shows the eco-terrorist, aka Tywin Lannister, <laughs> going back to Ila Damar. And in the earlier, in one of the earlier fight scenes. Godzilla bites off one of the heads, right? And do you remember seeing the part where the head starts growing back immediately? Mm-hmm. But I guess whatever that head that he bit off was still on that island. So that eco-terrorist and his like troops went back to the island after, you know, the end of the movie and got the head. So they're probably going to bring, I'm assuming, King Ghidorah back. And then mm. I feel like... I feel like Kong Kong and and Godzilla Godzilla are going to fight each other initially, but then they're going to team up. It's going to be like Batman versus Superman. Yeah, they're going to. It's going to team up against mutant Ghidorah. Yeah, exactly. That's. I think that's what the plot. That's a good theory. He barely made it out. Godzilla. 
Yeah, it's fucking... No, this... When he came back from, like, the nuclear explosion, that I know, but he... That wouldn't shit. have even happened if, you know... The, There's a lot of things that wouldn't even happen. The, if woman, she, yeah. like, the woman... Emma. No, Mothra. Oh, I know. Oh, she was so cute. She She was so beautiful. She loved him. I'm sad she was that so she, elegant. I hate that like women have to like fucking give up their lives to save the day, like to just go by handsome nigga. Like she had to kill herself and give her energy to him at the end. I hated that because Mothra is so like she's so ethereal and she's like the queen of the monsters. She was so cute. cute, and they spoke her little. <laughs> I was so sad. Also, that's the only they... death I cared about. To be honest, that's the only death <laughs> was Mothra. Um, oh yeah, when they like fucking like went to go find him and he's in like some lost city oh my god i was like what atlantis yeah like that's they didn't say it outright but it was definitely like alluded yeah you knew exactly yeah or like just any lost city i suppose but like i i definitely thought atlantis i was like oh god okay how did they get from point they were in like antarctica and then they ended up in boston and then they were in fucking yeah they were well, I think actually military jets, you guys are actually kind of crazy. Like military, like aircraft, I'm sure you probably could get to point A, point B super quick. We just don't have access to that. Okay, Did so you let see me the fucking borrow news? that because I fucking takes me two hours to get to work every fucking day. So just pick <laughs> me up on a fighter jet. I'll be on the roof and I'll get there in like five minutes. Like slight tangent. Did you guys see that New York Times article about the UFOs and the Navy admitting it and all that shit? No. What? What? King Adore is real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the New York Times, and it broke on Memorial Day, but no one cares because everyone was drunk that day. Um, but, like, the New York Times broke a story with, like, retired Navy and, like, you know, just military servicemen, and they released footage. Is that Corey? They, yeah, released, they released footage of UFOs and them reacting to it, like, and it's like you could tell like you know a lot of military men are like kind of younger around our, our age range or maybe even younger they're like dude what the fuck is that and like it was moving around like erratically and shit and like and of course because did they release the footage yeah it's all, yeah it's all you can look it up yes bitch and i don't know why they were released at a memorial day when i was like drunk and like because no even one cares more, about yeah. it because someone would rather read an article titled about the Kardashians as opposed uh, to like a UFO. You guys, we're all gonna fucking die. We're all dying. Cause like they were just saying how like it was moving in a way that humans would not be able to withstand, like the patterns and everything. You could see it in the video, and it's just like, I don't know, guys, bro. Aliens are gonna fucking kill us all. I, is, I hope God's aka Godzilla's gonna rise any day now. Right? Imagine. Huh? I can't find it. Um, Put New York Times, um, UFOs. Side note. Also, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, yeah, King Adora is oh, um, New an Oh, New York alien. Times, not the New Yorker. Oh, yeah, not the New Yorker. Side note, my sister said she wanted to be included, so she's a longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> Hi, Corey. <laughs> Hi, Corey. I miss you. Um, but yeah. I also, have to do Corey have a call-in. <laughs> just like a call-in episode. And she's going to threaten us all. <laughs> I mean, which was your favorite monster of all of them? Or like not monster, but Titan. I liked Rodan a lot. Is it Rodan or Rodan? Rodan. It's Rodan. No, Rodan. Uh, I don't know. The pterodactyl. Yes. Yeah. I thought Rodan was pretty tight. I'm he was tight. Huh? I love Godzilla. 
Godzilla was dope. I mean, he doesn't really count, but Ghidorah. <laughs> he was like I mean, definitely like you're talking about your favorite like visual still, like when he's like on top of the That looks like my favorite metal album. Like I'm not gonna lie, that was a very striking like image of like him just like three heads and just spreading. It's in his the wings. pre uh, in the trailers too, so Yeah, I love it. And he was just so tight, like he's not really a Titan, but still he was definitely the coolest. Like his head grows back, his wings were like fucking what am, the shields. I don't even yeah. know what I'm trying to say. He was so dope. Um, Wait, should we say really quick what the plot of this movie is? Besides, like, what you know. expect. There wasn't a plot. So, <laughs> so, some bitch. <laughs> so, basically, just, in, like, I, I think I could do this in, like, under 30 seconds. Um, after the events in San Francisco. San Francisco. Um, the government is trying to hide... We're trying to find out from Monarch about all the Titans around the world and the people want to destroy all the Titans. Monarchs. Um, but Monarch wants to keep it under wraps. And then an eco-terrorist, a.k.a. Terrorist. I'm just being like Migos. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mama. Mama. Monarch. Yeah. Eco-terrorist hack or break into Monarch's secret underground facilities and steal a very specific technology called Orca. From they don't... But it's all plotted. It is plotted. You find it's like a twist that yeah. the mom, aka Emma, aka Vera Farmiga, was plot, like plotting this with the eco terrorists all along. Basically, the, the eco terrorists want to release all the Titans to the world and let it be like um, not a free for all, but like just natural selection. I feel that's what their message was. Like they wanted to restore balance in the world because that's what the Titans because we're fucking did. it up America yeah because the world's dying <laughs> the world. and like we're you know so there's like a, a message underneath it but then also it's like not very clear but yeah it's just and then it yeah. goes wrong and and, <laughs> and like the government and monarch are trying to this sounds really bad yeah get, <laughs> Our, the, get well no, I think I, I said most of it the government like Emma, you find out Emma is like she pretends that she gets kidnapped. Her and her daughter get kidnapped by the eco terrorist, but she was in it the whole time. And the dad tries to save his daughter from the eco terrorists and don't also save, save the her. world. She don't want to be saved. <laughs> Captain Save a Ho. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of wish there was just like honestly, like when they showed um, all the the spots on the map where all the monsters were. I was expecting to see all of those monsters, right? They kind of they were like seventeen. I was like, we're gonna see all. Honestly, yeah, exactly. they shouldn't have. But the thing about how different it would have gone if they woke up, like, so they woke up Mothra. Imagine they were like, mm, okay, we're gonna go to Mexico and wake up Rodan now. Like, why did they select King Ghidorah? No, he woke. He woke everyone up. King Ghidorah did. I know, but because remember. I tried to say imagine and remember at the same time. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> remember, she wanted to, Emma wanted to wake them up yeah. one by one. So if they never woke up, Rodan, this shit would have, or I mean, excuse me, Ghidorah, this shit would have never they, yeah, happened. They, but they weren't expecting that to happen. So they, why did they pick him? Because they're why? dumb. Because they're dumb and it's human <laughs> error. But why? <laughs> so then she deserved to die. Yeah, because like, I guess because it's Monster Zero and they didn't realize that Monster Zero was an alien and not a Titan. That was I their mistake. That. It was their mistake. But yeah, I wanted to see more of like the, all the other cool monsters throughout the world. Like, Yeah, they only they, briefly showed them. Yeah, so the main monsters throughout the whole movie that you see is Godzilla, King Ghidorah, Rodan, Mothra. And that's it, right? You saw briefly like there's like um, a spider one. More like um, like a praying mantis. 
Yeah. Praying yeah. Mantis one. Wasn't it? There's Muto. Muto was back. Is that like the. Muto is what Godzilla fought in the 2014 one. Is that like the. It was like the giant mammoth. Mm-hmm. The mammoth. That's the word I'm looking for. He was in it briefly. And then there was one where they just. Again, it was like 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 news footage of seeing all these titans rise up. But there was one in Germany. It, like, it looked like it was like a mountain and the mountain was getting up. I was like, I want to see more of that shit. Yeah. That's what I came here for. But they. Really focused on four of the so monsters. I was so bummed that the doctor like sacrificed himself to set off that bomb. I yeah. I was like, oh, how, how convenient! Was <laughs> like, how convenient your fucking engines or something stop working. At oh, of course, of course. Like, yeah, we had to suspend all this. I was like, there must be another way. That was just like an extra thirty minutes <laughs> onto right? the movie. Like, oh yeah, of course that when they were going down into the deep sea, they're their missiles got fucked up so it has to be manually done and like if that really i was actually really hoping that the dude from the original the bomb guy was gonna like come save the day the you remember him? I don't, no i don't i don't the I, dad in the original oh wait the one that played in breaking bad i don't know Malcolm i don't middle? remember the 2014 Malcolm middle the, dad, it's right? like centered around like the no 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 no, no. his son it the how the movie's like centered oh, around okay. his son um, and he was like, could you imagine if he just showed up and he's like, I've been here this whole time. <laughs> well, I was wondering, I was like, where the fuck is that guy? Where's that family? They're <laughs> yeah. not here at all. They're not even a part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just feel like if the movie just didn't try to be deep. The fight know? scenes were super dope. So yeah. just yeah. on that, yeah. they were they, super hard. They're funny. I LOL. When did lot. you laugh? Constantly. But like, but like, it was like I'm laughing because like it's just everything's so fucking out of control, you know. So like, I was cackling throughout, not like laughing like this movie's such a piece of shit, but more like just like it's been a while since I've been in a theater to yeah. watch a big popcorn movie see, like this. You it's know? like that's all I wanted was yes, to just exactly. like watch. And then there was like all this family drama, and I was yeah, like, who I cares? Want, I didn't want to see the family drama. And they just drama. kept talking about like saving Eleven, like they were like. We must. Maddie. I don't remember her name. Maddie. Yeah, it's Maddie. 11. We 11. need to. We need to like. <laughs> her nose bleeds and then like she helps. All these, all these dudes who like are sacrificing themselves for a little and they're girl. They just keep saying like, okay, get the what was the thingy? The what? orca. The orca oh, yeah. and Maddie and Maddie. Make sure to find Maddie. And it's like, who? Why cares? is she so important? <laughs> that would not happen in real life. No. Yeah, if she like, dies, she dies. Yeah, she was one that ran away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've learned to like eat like. Again, Ashley, then, this... Oh, wait, go on. Sorry. No, 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 go on. Like, I just, like, didn't understand why the fuck the, mo- the mom, Norma Bates... Yeah. <laughs> I just keep calling characters from other, from other why shows. Emma? Why she was right there, and she was like, I'm going to go this way. And well, because if she got on the plane with them, they... Ghidorah would have followed the plane or the and no she the, could have left the damn orca oh, yeah, I mean, on the yeah. floor I think well <laughs> she yeah. could have thrown it and I hidden thought that it. it was like going towards the orca or I whatever. think yeah you're I think right, it's because right. I I think if even if she left the orca on the ground she would have been fucked. she would have been distracted I think King Ghidorah would still have been distracted by the helicopter taking off so I think she was just thinking about her daughter right I think that's what it is she probably would have gone to jail for a very long time and oh, sure. she would have or like decapitated who knows but her like again her line which I laughed at long live the king <laughs> oh my god and then, then godzilla comes up behind him which i was like definitely about jesus it. people got very offended by that line oh yeah the religious people <laughs> the christians king jesus is the king is he yeah. do you call jesus king uh i definitely I thought elvis thought... was the king <laughs> oh. i thought the lion was the king 
Oh, yeah, I'm excited for that movie, actually. I can't wait for the trailer for that. <laughs> Have you seen the posters? It's like, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. And then Billy Eichner is Timon. Beyonce is Nala. I love how people are like, oh, it's a live action film. Yeah, but it's like, it's just fucking animals. CGI. They're like, animals. how did they train all these animals to be together? I was like, please stop. I'm definitely going to see it in the theater, though. It's um, going to be our next episode. It will. At least half an episode. But, um, yeah, I just, yeah, again, like, if there was no family shit and, like, 113 minutes, that's over two hours. It's two hours and, like, 12 minutes, I think. I'm done. Yeah, it should have been, like, 80 minutes. Like, a pure, like an hour and a half, yeah. Yeah, like just a pure minutes. 80 minutes. That's all I need. I just think that they should just trim the fat with the family shit and made it about stopping eco-terrorists from like doing this weird like extremist plan i would have been perfectly fine with that and then just more monster fighting scenes but just not limited to the main four but i wanted to see all those cool titans too because i'm looking right now and it says that there were 17 total referenced in the movie yeah they only, said it and we, and we only, only saw, saw like, like six yeah if that we only focused on four yeah but that that I yeah like how we also I wanted to see just monsters constantly just fucking shit up, and like, did you guys notice? And I I don't know if this is like a um, a not a like a weird like a, not a quirk but something that I was just like what the fuck? Remember like during the monster fighting scenes, the camera would do this weird like zoom how out. I zoom in <laughs> like yeah. a Cloverfield. It looked like I was recording one of my Snapchat videos. If you would have followed, follow me on Instagram or Snapchat, yeah, please do. I aggressively, I aggressively zoom in and out. I was gonna talk about. Yeah, that. it's weird. It's like it was like, but I think that's a reference to the '70s style kind of filming where they do that quick zoom out kind of thing. Cloverfield was like that too, wasn't it? No, Cloverfield would be sick actually in the theater. But I thought they like did like pan in. I I don't know why I'm thinking Cloverfield. I think Cloverfield's really, it was first first it was literally all handheld but i'm just saying for like those zoom in references because it was kind of shaky when they oh were yeah zooming it's very in. shaky yeah yeah during um godzilla it would be like a zoom out and you could see the camera yeah like wiggle moving. like but like that's what also threw me off i'm like why are they doing this like it's from like a like a, like you could tell it's like a movie kind of technique to do yeah. this and that's like again like 70s are all about that zoom in that dramatic zoom in yeah. zoom out but it was just very off-putting to me that they only did it during the monster scenes. But then maybe that's just their their homage to the 70s-esque monster movies, right. which I haven't really seen much of. But it was just very off-putting to me, and it made it a little bit more sillier. But that's the thing. Like, I just wish that if this, yeah, if the movie didn't have any of the family shit and just monsters fighting, just that I would have, I wouldn't have cared. Like, not saying that that zoom in is like ruining the movie for me, but like it just. Muddy, it muddies the tone a little bit for me you know I just wish it was like a little bit more silly like that throughout during like every monster battle if that makes sense but every time they did it it just seemed like they were trying to make it like serious if that makes sense like I don't know they would do it like when Godzilla's like staring into the camera like look back yeah slow-mo like, it was like very TV intro it was like just very like silly like and they also kind of gave like human-like qualities to especially at the end right like yeah. I, I told that to simon too i was like why is he like human they like ugh, I they like put anthropomorph anthropomorphic i think that's how you say it like they project human characteristics on a non-human like just object. like facial yeah yes like, like it, facial expressions mm -hmm. like stance stance and, and everything it's just like 
it's a little weird body like it was very weird yeah that last scene where they kind of like look at him and he like looks at it was just like way too yeah like, and then you don't that, connect with him and then that's that when level. he was like i know what the secret thing that emma did to like control them which is like it's humans yeah, yeah i was like oh god like that made me laugh when they were like humans because he, humans are so like aggro and like like predatory blah 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 that's the secret um sonic sound so basically the orca that we keep referencing um emma has found a way to um mix all the titans like uh i mean sounds. by this time they definitely should have watched this movie before listening to all yeah. the spoilers that we're talking about but like yeah it's just like she found a way to control the titans by like it's kind of like mix- an echo communication like yeah how they speak, are they like Mixing the, the vibrations and, and, like, the noises and to kind of, like, communicate with them. How they do with, like, whales. Yes, but, like, also, like, so that, but, like, how they use the the sounds that all these titans made or different animals and they put it, they mix it into one, like, sound. And you know how, like, you know, with the animals, they're territorial, so, like, there's, like, an alpha and, like, a beta, whatever. So, basically, the mom, Emma, found a way to, like, mix these sounds in a certain way to like control to become the alpha so the titan wouldn't um attack basically and her 13 year old daughter knows how to use it too oh yeah <laughs> they're like like convenient this like yeah. super high tech <laughs> so basically like when the eco which like when you find out that she's been with the terrorist the whole time the monarch and the other government are trying to figure out what the secret sound is to make the alpha sound and at the end when the dad's staring into godzilla's eyes he's like I know what it is. It's human. Does the orca the mix- work on Godzilla? No, oh, right? I don't think they tried it on Godzilla. But I mean, it was going off, and remember, it it didn't matter where it was going off because the other Titans heard, heard it. it around the world. But yeah, God, it didn't work I don't, on Godzilla, or was he still dead at that? But even when it was going off, when she was, she I was mean, like, he "Oh, still ended up there eventually." Yeah, but it didn't work. Remember, that's how she distracted King Ghidorah. And Godzilla was, mm-hmm. like, powering up or whatever the fuck he was doing. So maybe because both of them are alphas, and uh, King Ghidorah just wanted to find where the source is so he could control the other titans. But I guess uh, King Ghidorah and Godzilla are both alphas trying to fight it out. So maybe that's why it doesn't affect them. It only affects the, I guess, the betas, right? That's yeah. what you call it. So, but then if... isn't Wasn't it funny when it, they just randomly decided that they were going to, like, for the two miles they were just gonna get rid of oxygen and i was just kind of like but what there's oxygen in water right Mm -hmm. but why does godzilla need oxygen (laughs) i guess because like i guess technically he's an he's an animal kind of because like the reason why it didn't affect king Ghidorah, and that's how because they found out he was an alien yeah he's a mammal they needed something to they thought it was going to be to make it known. Yeah. But I just thought it was so random that the military just pops up and they're like, you better get out of there because we're going to do this <laughs> You're going to die in there. I and everyone's that. like, why? I believe that. I believe what's going to happen like soon. Probably. Hang it. <laughs> and we're dead. Uh, and that's how our podcast oh, ends. That sounds horrible. That sounds very <laughs> terrible. Uh, but, um, if, as I, like, we're basically making fun of this movie, but like, before we um, end this, I guess we could just maybe just say, like, what our favorite part was. Like, you know, our one redeeming part that either made us, like, you know, be like, all right, this movie's like, it's entertaining, you know, your most funniest or entertaining part of the movie. Favorite. Mm. I don't know. I thought what was really funny was they had 12 minutes to find... (laughs) 
the daughter and the orca, the machine, <laughs> before this like Godzilla exploded. Mm-hmm. And mind you, they have like all of Boston to look through and like Fenway Park, which is still <laughs> pretty big. Um, and it was just in her house right but like how the orca was just conveniently placed like right there and how everything else got destroyed yeah and how she was just (laughs) conveniently in the tub and she was he just saw her hand ever so delicately (laughs) placed outside of the tub in the midst of rumble and she was alive unscathed Mm -hmm. i mean like again for this kind of movie i i have low expectations i don't like expect this movie to be life-changing genre <laughs> defying i just want to see some like just would brainless you buy it? huh would you buy it no no yeah i would like have, i'm happy i didn't have to pay for the movie yeah i mean like i like that i got to see it on a big screen because i feel like that movie's supposed to be viewed on a big screen but i just kind of wish they kind of went full-on on the monsters like hardcore but my favorite part i would have to say I was probably like, I think my favorite part was when, in the beginning, when uh, when they're tracking Godzilla and like they bring the dad to that oil rig kind of place in the middle of the ocean where they know Godzilla's lair is. I thought that I think I like that thing. That's the first time you've seen him in like you know however years. I thought it was executed well. How. They opened up the um the shoot. The shoot and like you could see the lights flashing and they kinda and then that's when they kind of like had an exposition dump on like how they're able to understand how the Titans are feeling through like the sonar, through blah blah blah. But other than that, I don't know. I think I, that I guess that scene was really impactful though, because yeah. it was like dark, and then you just see, see him the, like Boop. you see the what do you call it? Like it, it was from like the his, sca- his radioactive, spins? yeah. His he's spins? like his dinosaur, and they were saying that that's him. Um, what's the word where an alpha like is like projecting his uh his like dominance? He's there like, I go. see if you're gonna like come for yeah. him. But, Try me, bitch. Pull up, Cardi B. Press. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I guess the ending scene was my favorite fight because of course it's like the most epic one and you know the fact that like when you think that oh you assume Godzilla killed Ghidorah and then like there's like there's a scene where I thought it was like very visually told well where you see the from the ashes or the rubble you see Ghidorah is one of the heads first so you think Ghidorah didn't die at after all after the atomic explosion but then you see it's Godzilla it's holding it's in his fucking mouth yeah it's, it's in his mouth and I was like oh yeah that's pretty cool but I wish there was more of that in the movie just like ridiculous monsters well shit. like things like that like Kong remember when he fought the fucking T-Rexes that was Kong dope as was shit was a good movie yeah I Skull like, Island Skull was Island fucking was dope <laughs> I like that movie and there was a lot of fight scenes in that too remember there was like those giant ass spiders the T-Rexes mm-hmm. things like that like I like Skull Island. I'm not gonna lie. It's good. I love. There's something about a big monster movie that I just can't resist. But Alex, any favorite things that you liked about this movie before we log out? Mm. Like your favorite part, or what you, what you just like the best about the movie, or whatever. I really liked the ending fight scene, mm-hmm. and I liked when the doctor went in and like was like, "Bye, dude." Oh, <laughs> put his that's hand sad. On it. Oh, I, I know. Like, oh. And Godzilla was like, what the fuck? <laughs> just like his eyes. Who are you? Like, what are you doing down here? He's like yeah. Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that was like, I wonder if they use his it's eyes like from confusing. dog eyes. Why wasn't there any water 
down there because that was like a pocket it was like a weird air pocket that's how they explained it it's not enough that's scientifically possible (laughs) yeah i'm like how the fuck again with this guy maybe you just throw all logic out the window like there's like no like i can't really critique it in the way like i would critique another movie it's just like fuck it this is how it is but um yeah i think you should definitely watch it if you are looking for action do you Mm -hmm. think that that's what causes our natural disasters Oh, Titans? Titan. Imagine. <laughs> I mean, can they hurry up and come already? Like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> like, just fuck shit up, please. Well, like, I don't, isn't there something about, like, giant monster movies that it's, like, the scale, right? There's something about, like, seeing, like, that on a screen. But, like, I didn't was – I wasn't um as visually en- enamored with, like, the scale of the monsters as I was for – Again, our homie that we met earlier, Guillermo del Toro, Pacific Rim. Like when he saw the scale of the Jaegers, the the giant robots I that they seen fought Pacific it. Pacific Rim yet? Ah, you've it's seen great. it, right? Yes. It's yeah, in, like, it's like ever, the shit. Yeah, remember when he like when he saw that, like this like when he realized you how see big they like us in comparison to, to, to like, them. It's like he really captured scale very well. Whereas here, I think the cutscenes were too quick for you to really appreciate the scale of these monsters if that makes sense some yeah. of them like when they were you, fighting you in the tell. buildings no, yeah, you can yeah, tell you they're can tell. big but you're, you're not there was a scene actually where it made me feel really small um the submarines going down to find godzilla when they're gonna like do mm-hmm. the radioactive nuke or right. whatever and they have to get to the tunnel because this sounds so stupid <laughs> explaining it yes yeah it's not what you guys are listening um, to and there's just like a scene where it's just like the submarine in this huge black abyss of the sea and you're like fuck we're really small because there's giant squids and like there's shit around there we don't know about exactly so i think that that is scarier and it kind of puts that into perspective because there might be a godzilla yeah i'm just saying like i don't like i don't see the um like the the scale didn't hit me as like odds but like awe-inspiring like a pacific rim did or even like the kong movie did you know yeah like when you would see like they're at the cliff and you see like kong coming up from the cliff like there weren't like enough scenes like that where you just see like how small the humans were in comparison like you did see that but it like i said the action was just so quick that you couldn't like really like appreciate it like a high yeah yeah but um what's our what's gonna be your scary rating for this how many Ghidorah's Uh, heads Ooh, i like that or Uh, how many how many titans do we give this movie Ghidorah's heads i like titans Look, Alex. She's like, I'm not into this. What's what's your scary scale? Uh, what's Alex? what's your spooky scale? Yeah, I gave it a six. Oh, she's <laughs> she liked it. Okay, she liked it. Okay, what do, I'm gonna give it? I'll give it a six. Yeah, I think that's a good rating. I give it six Titans. Six, six, six. six, six. six. Oh God, say here. We got <laughs> like hey, you hear, like the metal music, <laughs> like burn, burn, burn. Um, yeah, like it's not like we're rating it on how well we like the movie. It's not scary unless, like, you're not used to genre shit. It's very entertaining, but it could have been a lot more. Don't go in there with expectations of, like, there's going to be a great plot. Just go in there for what it is. And just fucking just deal with it. And I'm hoping that maybe whatever, like, stuff they read from the reviews of this movie, they can apply it to Kong versus Godzilla. And just really, truly just, like, no weird, like, not weird, but no, like, family subplot family drama shit and just be make it all about the monsters like that's all you want like yeah have a a, a b plot line i just think there were two 
B plot lines, which was the the family drama and then the eco-terrorism. I think if they just did the eco-terrorism plus more monster scenes, it would have been a a more entertaining and like accessible, not accessible, it's pretty accessible, but a more entertaining movie. Just less family drama stuff. But yeah, any last thoughts before we log off? No? Yeah. What's our we don't topic? Know <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's a surprise. Ooh, surprise. Well, yeah, like we don't know yet. Spooky mm-hmm. surprise. We do not know what's happening next week yet, but make sure you go like, subscribe, thumbs up, whatever the fuck. Like, share, follow. There you go. Wait, what? Comment. Share us. Share, share us. Um, yeah. Um, iTunes. At Ghoul Chat. Yeah, we're on, yeah, at Ghoul Chat on all platforms. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Um, please leave us reviews. The more reviews we get, the more listens, and more, um, more of a chance that we get to pop up on the home screen. I was wondering what that was. <laughs> Alex is doing this. Oh, I can't hear it. I'm glad I can't because I don't yeah. like that noise. I was like, I took my that? headphones. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for tuning into this episode. We're getting a lot more feedback. It seems like, and just keep you know keep chatting with us. We want to make sure it's. I'm just gonna put it out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know I was going to spoil that. Wait. Potentially making shirts, pins. Oh. Yeah. So if we, like, give, like, tell us that you want to see, you know, want stickers, help, you know, help I don't promote. care if you guys want them. I want oh. them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. but I guess you can have one, Scratch too. that. Scratch that. <laughs> um, yeah, there'll be some merch in our near future, hopefully. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great spooky rest of the week. Cool chat out. Bye. Bye. Oh, wow. (laughs)